What's up, everybody? My name is Jawan Rohan, and this is the Misguided Podcast, where we intend to guide you to a better future. Today's quick guide is about whether you should trust Tarot. Should you? Should you not? <laughs> you know, for being with the company since uh, like 2018, I believe, um, so going on four years, um, I've seen a lot of changes, right? And kind of just studying the company beforehand, you see a lot of changes from, you know, becoming a startup to now you're seeing tarot on Super Bowl commercials, you're seeing billboards in your cities. Um, so I kind of just, I want to go into the details of the change they've had over the years, um, some of the drawbacks, some of the cool stuff. Um, and just kind of give my, my honest opinion. So hopefully you stick with me. So when I first joined in 2018, um, tarot was, you know, not really heard of. Um, the car rental business was still a big thing. Um, tarot were very fav favorable towards their hosts. So they wanted as many cars on the platform. And so there were many incentives. There were just, uh, you know, a lot of things working uh, in favor of the host so we were getting way bigger percentages um, and it was just you know trying to get as many cars on the platform so that other people know about it right I want to say I believe at the time um, I'm, I can't remember a hundred percent but I believe there was three different plans and I believe the plans were 75 85 and 90 right something very similar um, and the plans were almost kind of with the same they are now, you know, um, uh, some may have had a deductible or out of pocket uh, maximum deductible, right? Um, but the, I believe the 75 plan uh, was like, it covered up to like a million dollars in liability. Um, you didn't really have to worry about anything and 75% is what the host got and it it was great it was amazing right like you, you can't complain about um, much because like if your car was to get in an accident Turo would handle it and they would handle it fast and everything right because they were super caring about the host and keeping them on the platform that was their main thing and then things changed so as a business in any business once you continue to grow you start to realize that you have to really take care of the customers and a customer you know business um, customers come first man and so um, as they started to grow and tarot got bigger and larger, they started to, you know, shift their, their focus away from the host and focus on the customers. Okay. These are the complaints we're getting from the customers. A lot of the complaints were, uh, one of the changes was the mileage that happened a while ago is, you know, the hosts are charging too much on the mileage, right? At one point, uh, we used to be able to charge whatever we wanted for any extra mileage. And what I mean by this is, uh, Back in the day, we used to say, okay, uh, someone renting my car can only go 100 miles uh, for free within uh, 24 hours, like that, that day that they rent it. Um, you got 100 miles, anything over, I want to charge this, right? So I believe back in the day, I used to charge like 79 cents to 89 cents um, per extra mile. And that's where a lot of the income would come. I'm talking you get thousands of dollars for people going over a month. Um, and a lot of the clients and customers would complain to Tarot like, hey, you know, like we didn't see that. We didn't read the fine. We didn't, it's not even fine print. We didn't read the details in the page. Like a lot of people would complain. So Tarot started to take that into account and boom, voila. Now the minimum we host can put is 200 miles per day, which a lot of people aren't doing 200 miles, right? A day. And then you think about it on a road trip. If someone is going from the Bay Area to let's say Tahoe, right? You're talking hundreds of miles or the Bay Area to LA, you're talking like 300 plus miles. And if they're renting for a week, right? 
or just four days, you're getting 200, mi uh, 200 miles per day. Like they can go to LA, drive around there and come back and still be okay. Back then they wouldn't be able to do that because they only get 100 miles per day. So you'd be able to get a little bit extra income. Now Taro has changed their policies and I'm not sure I'm with that. And then another thing, another complaint is that um, back in the day you used to uh, be able to charge a guest. So let's say um, a guest returned the car very dirty and you wanted to charge them $10 for a cleaning fee. Um, you have the option to do that in the app and then they can accept it or they can decline it. They have like two days to do either or. If they don't do it within those two days, guess what? Tarot would just automatically take it from their account, just like a hotel would, Airbnb would, any other service when they ask for that credit card, right? They want that like security, the security deposit when you're renting, right? So Tarot would do the same thing and they would just automatically deduct, deduct it when uh, the customers would not hit, accept, or decline. This was amazing for hosts because we didn't have anything to worry about. We send it out. And then that's it. Like they accept it, they decline it. No matter what, we're getting our money, right? If they decline it, obviously we go through an investigation or whatever. Tarot decides, you know, um, if they're liable or any not or whatever. And it goes through that process. But we didn't have to worry about anything. And again, Tarot decided to change because they wanted to focus on the customers and less of the hosts because now they have all these hosts on the platform. Now what's next, right? We got to keep the customers happy. And so what they started to do is they came up with this new plan of where um, you can still do the same thing. You can still, the host can send out the, the um, reimbursement, ask for a reimbursement, and the guests have two, two days to decide um, to accept or decline. Now, if they don't, if they don't press anything, nothing happens, right? You have to remember to go back to the app and escalate it to Turo or you have to um, hit up the, the, the guests and ask for them to reimburse it or try and solve it independently. So it just is, they're, they're requiring hosts to be more proactive. It's not like I send it and I'm gonna get the money no matter what. And I don't necessarily like that because now, you know, if you have a fleet of cars, like a lot of people do, uh, you're constantly having to check up on people. And what was very sketchy in the beginning, they, years ago, now a lot of people are actually starting to use the app and, and kind of daily. But uh, years ago, people would just like, you know, go rent a car, go handle some business and then delete the app and never use it again. So that's why it was super cool um, to be able to know for hosts that you're going to get the money right away no matter what. And I really appreciate that. And now they're changed. My uh, watch going off was actually a timer to respond to a renter who's actually picking up my car from SFO. You see, I'm here making a podcast and I'm making passive income. That's why I love tarot, but I'm just explaining the kind of drawbacks I've seen over the years. So throughout the years, you know, you're seeing Tarot make these changes and, and their focus is shifting from hosts to customers. Well, recently they're Focus is kind of shifting back to the hosts, and I'll tell you why. Um, what I've been seeing is that um, the hosts aren't happy. A lot of people are dropping off tarot. You know, they're they're uh, um, getting rid of some of their cars on their fleet, which that happened for me. You know, especially when COVID hit. Even though COVID was crazy because they were only coming to us, it was it was pretty crazy. But. Um, what I've seen is, you know, so Turo started to make changes, right? They had three plans uh, a couple years ago. Now they have five, right? They have the 65, 75, 80, 85, and 90. And they all come with different stuff, right? Um, 
Every plan has a seven seven hundred and fifty thousand liability. Remember, it used to be a million, um, so that's a huge change. Um, but it still covers a lot. But they they've changed right o over the time, and now what they're doing is for hosts, they're even giving more benefits uh, to to choose the seventy five plan because um, you know. As an older host, uh, back in 2018, the 75 plan was like the plan, right? It was the, you, you get the best of both worlds with like less risk and and all that good stuff, right? And more cash flow. Um, and now what they kind of did is they, they didn't grandfather us in to the, the 75 plan. We had to literally pick, okay, are we gonna stay with the 75 plan? And this is all the, you know, bs that they offer no like the 60 plan is what we should be grandfathered um into with the 75 commission um the 60 plan we'll just go over it a little bit but it includes no deductible which i feel like older hosts should have been grandfathered into that instead they wanted us to pick the 75 plan and then have a 250 deductible for any incidents right it could be a a little freaking crack or ding in the door and you have to pay 250 like that's crazy um so um, the 60 plan includes replacement vehicles uh, and then renter uh, like if your car is in the shop for three or four days they'll pay like a certain percentage of your average uh, income for that car for the, that amount of days that it's in there um, the 60 plan also covered uh, exterior wear and tear so mind you a couple years ago the 75 plan covered all of this right and we were getting more cash flow now they want us to go to the 60 that's a 15 percent difference so like that really shook the the community of the host and a lot of people were like nah and so they started leaving or you know getting less cars on and complaining and so i think taro really uh listened to that and they just like changed it back again now i think uh you can do the 75 plan with like a uh, um, 250 deductible and they just made it like a little bit nicer I can't remember exactly what it was and I'm not gonna go into detail because that's not the purpose of the video but just know I, I pretty much changed one of my cars to the 75 plan to try it out because it seems like they're kind of trying to shift their their focus back to uh you know being host um, you know focused on the host and so uh, I can kind of see things changing Another drawback I've seen over the years is that um, I believe, and I'm not 100% sure, but just from talking to customer support and everything, um, a lot a lot, a lot, lot of the customer support is, is in India, I believe. So sometimes it's kind of hard to um, get a hold of them. Obviously, they're on a different time schedule. This was years ago, right? Now they're starting to hire more um, US-based employees, so the responses are a little bit quicker. But you know, being a new employee, you don't really know kind of the system. And I'll tell you exactly what I mean by that because I almost got screwed by another host renting as a guest, you know, by myself. So if I hadn't known these rules and regulations that Turo implemented, and then I would have been out of, you know, $50. So story time. So as a guest, um, I was going to take a family trip to uh, Disneyland. I uh, wanted to rent a Jeep that I'm very interested in buying. I've been thinking about getting a Jeep Wrangler on Turo for a long time. They're one of the best cars on Turo, most asked about cars, and they cash flow the most. Um, so anyways, I wanted to rent one to see how it drives and all that. Um, and so they had the new 2021 uh, Jeep Wrangler. Uh, it was the, the one that's like electric now. Um, so rented that one out, and, and it was from an all-star host. So... Uh, the car is from a, a all-star host. He has, you know, maybe 200 trips. Um, seems cool. Reviews are pretty good. So I'm like, oh, let's book it. 
boom. Book it. Drive to LA, do everything. I'm, you know, about to uh, drop in the car off. I think I'm running 18 minutes late. I was supposed to return the car at seven. Um, obviously, coming from LA, it's a five to six hour drive. There was a little bit of traffic, um, and so I was 18 minutes late. Let the host know, you know, hours before, because as a host, I know you might have another rental right after. You have to go drop that car off and an hour away, right? So I'm being very communicative with the host. Um, he's cool, everything. Um, and so I get there 18 minutes late and the, he has some other people come and pick it up and um, then they're checking out the car. I'm checking out the car. I made sure the gas was, you know, same, same level um, and everything, right? I know I know the, the rules and everything and how you should take care of a car. And um, the one thing uh, I didn't do and have time to because I didn't want to, you know, uh, mess up his trip was I didn't go take it for a wash before right but the car wasn't that dirty but on a long trip you get some bugs in the front right and that's normal a lot of people return my cars with bugs in the front and um, I just charge like either a clean a cleaning free to get them off or sometimes I don't even charge depending on you know the the clientele like uh, like if they already paid for the the cleaning fee I'm not gonna charge uh, that's just not what you do but anyways I and returning the car and the people call him and is like, hey, like, you know, there's some bugs on the car. It wasn't a lie. Like, I, I have the photos. I can show the photos, whatever. Um, and he's like, all right, well, charge him $50. <laughs> Ooh, $50. So I'm like, put him on the phone. <laughs> I'm talking to him like, what do you, $50 for a few bugs on the car? You know, and you can look this up, guys. Go to Turo's website and look it up. You're allowed to return the car with a little bit of, um, uh, the car can be a little bit dirty from normal, like driving on the road, right? So like little bug splatters or whatever, like that's super normal. You can't return the car like excessively dirty unless you pay for that option. Uh, so I was like, $50, come on, man. Like, I, I you know, I'm an all-star host. I've been doing this before you, um, the, the rules don't, don't specify that. He's like, well, do you agree? And I'm like, no, like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll go take it around the corner. Car wash is around the corner from my house. All right. That's where I wash all my cars. Uh, I was like, I'll go take it around the corner because it's $4 to, to wash the car. Or I'll give you the $4 or just charge me $10 in the app, right? Like, you know, I'll pay $10, whatever, for the convenience or whatever. You know, I was like, but $50, dude, that's robbery. Like, you're out of your mind. So as a host, I already knew he didn't take photos before and upload them to the app and you have to in order to when you ask someone for like a, a reimbursement or something um you need the photos to show proof the before and after right well he didn't really necessarily take photos of the front before but his dudes in the uh when they came and picked up the car we were talking and chatting it up so they didn't take any photos so i was like okay bro all right and he thought i was gonna pay right so he thought i was gonna pay the 50 dollars. he said oh you agreed i never agreed i was like okay bro i just didn't want to talk like bro you're you're wild trying to rob people out here i do not like that customer service at all so um then i get a i get an invoice two days later uh for the charge of 50 dollars. right you have 24 hours as a host to submit the photos he didn't do any of that so I was like, oh yeah, I'm fighting this easily. So, but I fought it, okay? This is where Tarot comes in, in 
into play and this is why it's like can you trust tarot sometimes like you need to be really on top of them because and that's when i go back to their customer service because sometimes it's great and sometimes it's not and you just need to be on top of that and be aware of what you're doing and so uh he escalated it to tarot tarot approved it and i was like okay First of all, Terrell, you know I'm an all-star host, blah, blah, blah. Like, don't treat me like this. Like, what are you what are you doing? Like, I was like, I know the rules. So what I did was I sent them five emails, five emails, back to back to back. I was like, here, he uploaded, copied their link to their website and was like, here, this is what it says in your website. Um, you obviously state that um, they have to upload photos, which he did not. I was like, oh, actually, the photos he uploaded are actually uh, showing the inside of the car. And he's complaining about the bugs on the outside of the car. Um, the inside is sparkling clean. The inside was like crazy, like just like he picked it up. Um, so these photos do not suffice. Please refund me my money. Boom. Another email. I was like, on your website, you say the car can come back a little bit dirty. Boom. Sent that email. Another one was like, hi, the, the host, uh, please ask the host to upload a receipt of the $50 car wash that he spent. Because you have to do that to charge someone, right? I can't charge someone $50, but uh, the car wash is only $4, right? Like, that, that's just, you're just, you're just robbery. And so, Turo requires that. But they've been slacking lately as they've been, like, doing these transitions. Like, sometimes you can just submit something and the person accept it and you don't have to show proof. Or the person not accept it and Turo accepts it on their behalf. And like it's just this is robbery in some sense. So they tried to uh, they they approved it. I sent them five emails. I get a response like two days later after the five emails. So we're talking we're almost like at a week and no response. And they had already taken the money out. And I was like, okay, cool, cool. Uh, someone finally hit me back and was like, oh my god, I am so sorry. Blah blah blah. We have reimbursed you your money. This is uh, we don't know what happened. Blah blah blah. And so. Then I left the review uh, for the guy um, and was like, this is terrible customer service. Like, I don't know how he has all these these great reviews. Yeah, the car was amazing. And actually, the guy was pretty cool at first. But to to kind of charge fifty dollars for a, a a little little bugs in the front, like I could understand if I returned it crazy dirty or and I was willing to pay, like I said, up to like ten dollars or whatever, just because I know how much a car wash is in the Bay Area. Um, so. Yeah, I thought that was pretty crazy. For me, customer service is extremely important because I need those customers to come back. I need them to have a good experience. I need them to be like, oh, you know, when I went to the Bay Area, I had a good experience with Juwan. I rented a, this car, this Mustang. It was super beautiful. Oh, and the experience was really good. Like, I returned the car dirty and he, you know, was like, hey, you don't even have to worry about it. Just write me a review. Like, something like customer service is extremely important to me. So for you to to kind of just throw that away um, for a quick wash that I had, you know, offered many solutions. I was like, you know, I'll pay, uh, not $50, but, uh, or I'll go take it for you. Um, whatever, you feel me? Like, <laughs> give me five minutes, I'll, I'll you, we're outside of my house, let me just go grab a towel and I'll wipe the bugs off. Like, <laughs> so, and he didn't want any anything to do with that. So I just felt that was kind of weird and like, uh, not cool <laughs> and that's the whole point of this video is like why and should you be able to trust Turo and I think you can right because they ended up correcting the the mistake and, and companies and people make mistakes and I really love Turo and what it has done for me as a business owner right but you as a host have to remember that 
you do not own this business. Turo is its own business. If Turo was gone, you don't have a business. You just have a lot of cars now with no income. You have to remember that these customers you have to take care of because if Turo was gone today and you still had these customers' contacts informa information, then maybe you could get your car rented out when they come back, right? Because Turo is a platform and that can disappear at any moment, but these customers cannot. You can always have these customers. So you have to be willing um, and able to, to give a, a great customer experience and and I think Turo kind of struggles with that sometimes, right? Is I'll get a great customer service this time and then the other time it's, you know, taking two months for a damage claim. Like, I don't understand. What's the difference? It should always be consistent, okay? Consistent, great customer satisfaction. And that is the point of this video. So yeah, that wasn't really like a quick guide, but... It was story time. <laughs> well, you heard it here. This is the Misguided Podcast where we intend to guide you to a better future. My name is Jawan, and I'll see you on the other side. Thanks for watching.